what the freak is up guys thanks for tuning in to hang up it has been a long time since we last chatted um you know i've grown a lot in about a month um two months i don't i feel like it's been a little longer than a month since i have um really sat down and um continued out this podcast you know i'm the type of person that's like I'll start something and then it gets somewhere and then it gets somewhere and I just give up because I'm like, oh my gosh, it got there. Well, this time around, I am not going to give up on something like this. Um, If you do not like it, hang up, of course. Um, But welcome to a good time. Um, Today, we're going to be going over a few things. One, we're going to be going over my life and how much it's changed and two we're going to be going over you know the podcast and what i have coming for this podcast and three a little special guest so hang on to the end and um thanks for listening my new year's resolution was to make my own podcast um, and just, I have, a, I'm a little girl with a lot to say, and Anchor has helped me through this time. Um, it's a 10 out of 10, user-friendly, and if I can do it, you can. So, for this first topic, we're going to be going over my life, and what makes, <laughs> yeah, it sounds so crazy that I'm doing this, but, you know, this is a podcast, this is my podcast, and I'm ready to take that step and, you know, for myself, for this podcast, to kind of put myself on blast a little bit. So here it is. Um, I was in and out of foster care as a kid. I, you know, was finally adopted and I, you know, I appreciate my parents and yes, I call them my parents. Um, But at the end of the day, growing up, growing older, you know, going through certain things in life, I never really understood who I was as a person. And, you know, when you think you're on the right path of knowing who you are, something will throw you a curveball and, you know, you're like, oh, who am I? Well, this is who I am. And um, this is something that it's so weird that I'm even talking about, but... I was adopted at age four. Um, Growing up as a kid, I always was really confused. I was really confused on who I was. Like, I am, you know, Mexican and German. My real name was Amelia Margaret Garcia. And, you know, I've had a lot of my culture taken from me as a kid. A lot of who I was taken me or taken from me as a kid. And I never really, you know, got upset about it. You know, I'm not upset about it. I am Emily Nicole Blackmore. (laughs) But growing up, it was super hard to really decide on who I was um, or who I wanted to be. You know, I knew that growing up in a sheltered Christian family was some structure that I needed as a kid Yes, um, but it wasn't really who I wanted to be. It wasn't really until I got my first apartment. Um, I lived 
in the sketchiest apartments in town. And, you know, that was my first apartment. That was my first step on, I got, I finally have something that I worked for. You know, before getting my first apartment, I was kicked out. Um, Like, when you're adopted, you don't really have the, (sighs) okay, so this is just my opinion. When you get adopted, the people that adopt you, they want to give you the best life that they can. But for some reason, in my opinion, growing up, I never really seen it as the best life. Um, I seen it as just a, a life that, you know, I had a chance to live under a roof of, you know, somewhere where I felt protected. I, you know, my parents are amazing. Um, and they definitely taught me a lot of life skills growing up, but, you know, being adopted, that comes with other baggage, like mental health and therapy and just how to handle certain situations in your life. And that was just some, an opportunity I just never really got as a kid. Um, but here I am, you know, get kicked out. I'm like 18, (laughs) like a senior in high school. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I have to learn these life skills all on my own. But in reality, I had been living, you know, independently since my biological mom even, you know, left me in a situation, you know. And it's like, when I was kicked out, I never really realized that that moment of my parents kicking me out was setting me up for such growth and such, you know, opportunity of life. And, um, so I live with an ex-boyfriend and, you know, we get a place together that, that relationship did not work out at all. We're not talking about him. We're not going to talk about what happened there yet. Maybe I will one day, (laughs) but here we are fresh apartment and, I'm finally living on my own, and it's like, wow, like, I have to pay bills, but, you know, I have all of my own space, like, my, nothing, like, no one can tell me what to do here, I'm on my own, and at first, the first few months were going super great, I was, like, having a blast, and it didn't really get to that point where I was, like, who am I, what am I doing, was until, about every week I would look over and I would see like my neighbors getting evicted. I would see all of their stuff out by the trash and I would see people driving by, other neighbors coming out and picking through their belongings. And it wasn't until I had seen that was, oh my gosh, I have to stop living paycheck to paycheck. I have to really get this down financially like those were my goals financial goals was where it was at um it wasn't really you know like important to me to really have you know a well-balanced bank account at the time it was I'm having parties I'm having people over I'm doing whatever I want and it wasn't really until I had looked over and was like oh my gosh, that could be me one day. Like all of my stuff 
that could be me. Um, I had this neighbor where I lived at the time, and um, he was really cool. He was an older guy. We kind of chatted in and out, like, through the parking lot, you know. And, like, he was respectful. There was nothing creepy or weird. But when he got evicted, um, he gave me his fish. <laughs> he said that he didn't want his fish to get cold sitting by the trash can. And he handed it to me and said this would be a better home for it. And so I was like, wow. Okay. Like, okay, it's a fish, you know. But I think the bigger reason that that man had gave me his fish now thinking about it. I know this is so silly, so please hang on. <laughs> that, you know, that fish was some type of responsibility for me. It was how I, I see this financially, right? I see all his stuff out, people picking through it. I don't want to be there. And then given a responsibility to take care of something, a fish, whatever it may be. <laughs> In this case, it was a fish to take care of something other than like myself. Like, I think, you know, thinking about it through time, it was a fish, whatever. I fed it, I took care of it. And it wasn't really until I had lost my job at the time, which was, you know, fast forward a few months later, lost my job due to not being responsible. Um, and, you know, I'm thankful that that happened because now it's like, all right, I know responsibility now. And, you know, life growing up was so crazy to me because I was never taught, like, these life skills of this and that. Like, it was always, like, my parents had dinner on the table and, like, I was homeschooled until my freshman year. So, like, everything I had learned was, you know, God will give you these things if you pray for them. God will give you these things in life, you know, what you need in life, basically. Like, it was just all, like, religion-based. And um, I was never really taught, like, life skills, like, how to you know, not, not show up to your full-time bill-paying job hungover as shit. Um, so yeah, I was given that responsibility to take care of something other than myself. And yes, the fish died. Um, I don't exactly remember why this fish died, but I knew that when I had lost my job, you know, I had died a little bit. How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to put food on the table for myself? How am I supposed to buy food for this fish? Now, I don't know if I'm the cause of this fish being deceased, but I, if I remember, I'll let you guys know. Um, but yeah, I lost my job, all that stuff, and I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do now? Like, how can I tell my parents that I'm, you know, living life on my own and I'm trying to, like, make them proud for certain consequences I had made for myself when I was younger? Like, 
How can I keep them proud? I kept them proud by not saying a word, not saying that I had lost my job, not telling them that I had $5 to my name, but to getting online and finding a job. I had lost that job on a Friday. And when I went home, I was online. I was applying for everything. Finally got a job opportunity that Monday, within two days later. And um, around that time, I was really pulling for the bottle. Like, I was really just drinking. It didn't matter what it was. I'm pretty sure I even bought, like, Mad Dog. Like, whatever that alcohol is, super cheap. And it's like, they call it... (laughs) I don't know. I think they call it like the poor man's drink or something. I don't know. I was drinking that because I was like, there's no way that this is happening to my life right now. And it wasn't really until I had gotten that job on a Monday. I worked there for over a year. I was living really paycheck to paycheck. Um, I had some sketchy neighbors move in (laughs) underneath me. And, um, I don't, I, I don't really suggest the first time moving out on your own, living in a sketchy area. Um, definitely know your area for sure. Um, I had ended up (laughs) moving out of that, um, first apartment within six months, maybe. And I had gotten my current apartment, um, that I live at now. And it's such an upgrade, like, like literally sitting on my couch right now, like looking at all of the things that I have in here, looking at my cabinets, looking at the room that I have in here. Like I worked for this, like, yeah, like I had a lot of bumps, you know, here and there in life to get here, but I had to go through those, life things to have what I have um and that was nothing really I learned like as a kid like as a kid it was just like oh if you want that then like you know dad's gonna get it for you or you know it it was just a lot of oh you want that here and um it was a lot of gift giving as a kid um you messed up here's a gift like (laughs) I never really understood how to take care of, like, life problems, Um, you know, my senior year, I think my dad had lost his job, and it was also the year that I had a really bad illness, and I was homebound for months, my first semester, my senior year of high school, and um, during that time, I remember thinking back and being like, why do I have to pay for my cap and gown? Why do I have to pay for, you know, this and that? And, it, you know, my parents were, you know, financially not in a good spot at the time. But in that time, I had realized, like, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm the only person that has my back. You know, in high school, I made the cheer team. I you know, made track. I did all these things in high school, but I always quit them because 
of one thing. My parents would always tell me how, or they would not even tell me, they would ask me, how do you think you're going to pay for that? You want to be on the cheer team? How do you think you're going to pay for that? Like, it was always, you know, I was always on my own. I was always independent. And um, here I am in this nice apartment. I've lived here for four years now. I have a dog, two cats. Uh, my first responsibility was this cat. And um, no, it was the fish. <laughs> and then it was the cat. Um, the cat, his name was Shadow. He was super cool. Came to me at night one time. <laughs> he did. He was a shadow cat. He came to me. And uh, he did live with me towards the end of my first apartment. And um, I moved in here. My first year here, he had ran out. He had gotten away. And um, saw the neighbor lady with him one day. And I thought, you know, when I needed someone, like, he was there. And so, like, you know, I just let the neighbor lady have the cat. But this is the point of the story. When you have something... You take care of it, like own it, like even if it comes to you, even if you've worked hard for it, like really take good care of it. That is something that I've learned this whole time. And, you know, I never thought that like I would be here today with the things that I have. Um, I could have taken this a completely different route. You know, I could have been a drunk and I could have been this and I could have been that. Being a drunk is cool, whatever. But <laughs> responsibly being a drunk. Um, so learning responsibilities was something that I still struggle with. And like life is not easy. Like it literally takes a lot of work to get where you're at. And that's something that I struggled with for so long was like, oh, well, why did this happen to me? Well, why did I go through this? Well, you need to stop asking why and just really start listening to like, the signs like like things around you things going on things you hear like stuff happens and you know it happens and it sucks it sucks so fucking bad but like at the end of the day or a month from now you're gonna look back and be like damn I know why I know why I learned that lesson now like so life has just been a lot of lessons and, you know, without being in foster care, without being adopted, without, you know, growing up in a household that I have grown up in, like, I wouldn't have this outlook on life. I wouldn't be independent. I wouldn't have, you know, a wide range of uh, opinions on things. I love listening to, you know, other people's, like, outlooks and other people's opinions and at the end of the day, I'm going to have my own opinion, but I love listening to others. Like, you just grow off of that. Um, religion was something that I really struggled with, like, as a kid. I was, you know, born into the church, basically, is what they would say. Um, and I was in my church band. Um, I went on missions trips. I went to church camp. I went to Wednesday nights. Um, I know all of these things on religion and, you know, religion's just like a topic that people don't 
really talk about. And um, I feel like for myself, when people ask me about religion is I don't have a one answer for it. I, I love listening to other opinions on stuff. Um, do I have my own opinion on the day at the end of the day? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, but that's not for me to share, you know, or shove down someone's throat or preach on or any of those things. Everyone has something they run to. And, um, whether it's a bottle or your Bible or church or this or that, that's what fills your soul. And that was something that took me forever to realize, like, my parents, like, were so judgmental towards, like, the styles and the ways that I wanted to live my life. And I accepted it. I, I honestly really did. Um, you know, I've had a lot of, um, you know, racial problems. And, you know, people are like, like, you? You have racial problems? Like, yes, I am a Mexican woman. I grew up in a adoptive family. You know, that's like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just like throw shade on something you don't know. Like, just because, you know, they're there. My whole family's there. We're all, you know, different doesn't mean that, like, I'm not who I am. Um, Growing up, I had a lot of problems, like, trying to meet my culture. Like, you know, I told my parents, like, oh, I want to have a quinceanera. And, oh, I want to do this. And, oh, I want to do that. And I was never gifted those things growing up. And um, so, yeah, like, culture. Culture has been something super hard for me growing up. Um, As far as now, like, yeah, I I definitely dig deeper into my culture. And um, I appreciate a lot of the other cultures and a lot of other ways to live life. And... um, that was just that was just something that I wasn't taught as a kid, um, but yeah, growing up was, you know, pretty hard. Um, as well as you know, growing up, you know, people say like, my life was so hard and this and that, and like, yeah, everyone has a hard life growing up, and I'm not you know, on here like woe is me or anything, but everyone has a hard life. And sometimes it's not for everyone to know. And sometimes it's okay for everyone to know. You know, it's growth. That's personal growth. Um, So, I don't know. You just never know who you're standing next to. You never know what kind of cross they carry on their back every day. What kind of shoes they're in every day. What they go home to, their home life, like... I am so blessed to have what I have, and I know not a lot of people do have what they have, or have what they want to have, or have what I have, and you should never, like, wish to be someone else. You should never wish to have what someone else has. Um, That's just not the way to go about life, in my opinion. Um, In my opinion, you know, It's okay to dream on things, like dream for sure. Make big dreams for yourself. Um, But to wish to be someone else, the wish to be, you know, brown-haired, 
brown eyes or blonde hair, blue eyes or whatever it is. Like you're only just like self like destroying like your soul. <laughs> if you're wishing to be skinny or you're wishing to be curvy, like all of those things. Like don't don't wish to be something else. Don't wish to be something you're not. Because at the end of the day, you're going to figure out, like, who the fuck you are. And um, I still struggle with finding who I am, um, you know, with music or with, you know, careers. Um, It's been pretty hard uh, trying to figure that out. And um, a lot of questions, I get this question a lot. Uh, Emily, why do you drink so much? You know, Here's why. Like, here is my honest answer why. I drink because I work for it. I put in four days straight, 12 hours at work. And on a Saturday night when I go out, I had already worked 12 hours. Keep in mind, that was my last fourth day in a row of 12 hours. Sometimes five. Sometimes it's all week, depending on if I want to work for a vacation or if I want to work for a concert ticket. <laughs> I worked hard for that drink. I'm going to go out and I'm going to have a good time. Whether I remember it or not, that's my time. That's my time with my friends. You should never question somebody on their own personal time. Whether you see them out, I don't know. Like, you should just never question that shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's just my opinion. Uh, I work hard for the shit that I do. And um, that's, you know, one thing that I never really appreciated growing up was the stuff I worked hard on. Like, I worked hard on music. I worked hard on learning the guitar. I worked hard on, you know, learning all of these things. And I always gave up. And um, I think I always gave up because I was questioned as a kid. Um, I was questioned, well, can you really do that? Can you really pay for that? And um, this podcast is something that I'm not going to give up on. I'm not going to give up on this podcast. I'm not going to give up on being myself. Um, And um, I'm not going to just give up on shit anymore. (laughs) So here we are. This podcast has a lot of new things coming for it. Um, I do have a few things that... I would like to go over for this podcast, um, but I'm going to take a second here and take a little quick break. So here we go. My New Year's resolution was to make my own podcast um, and just, I have a, I'm a little girl with a lot to say and Anchor has helped me through this time. Um, it's a 10 out of 10, user friendly, and if I can do it, you can. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is up? <laughs> Guess who I have today with me? Um, a friendship, a friendship or relationship of nineteen years. I feel like it's twenty. Twenty? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm really bad at like, nineteen math or twenty. Stuff. Yeah. So, um, big sissy Katie. Katie, say what's I up. Thought, I thought we weren't saying names. Your name? My name's okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Going over the rules right now. And yeah, okay. As yeah. Long as tell them, we tell them about, tell them a little bit about yourself. No, now I can't. <laughs> I, you make me feel like we're in an interview. Interviews. 
are the best. They are not. They're horrible. When's the last time you had an interview? A job interview? Yeah. Um, it's probably... Because you've been uh, at the same job for a long time. Yeah. I would say probably through COVID. It was on Zoom. And that, I did not get the job. Okay. <laughs> I know. I had my dog running around everywhere. So She's we have chewing on a bone. Yeah, she is. So we have a uh, big sis Katie over here today. Hello. We got a few topics we're gonna go over, and you know, let's just start off with you know how has nineteen to twenty years with me? How has it been? Ridiculous. How so? You're wild, dude. Every time we talk, it's something new. <laughs> Every time. It is. That is true. It's always something new or something crazy that's happened or some ridiculous story about the bar. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I live a nice life, okay? It's very interesting. Is it? Yeah. Yeah? When I talk to you, you're like, (laughs) boring. You're like, yeah, I just got out of the shower. I'm an old lady. Not an old lady? No. I am getting I just don't live a wild life like that. I don't go out to the clubs and stuff very often. Yeah, that's why I'm thankful for Only time was on Christmas Eve after our Christmas Eve (laughs) dinner, and we were all like, we need to just, like, go get a drink. Our Christmas Eve dinner, and then we looked at each other, and we were like, let's go to the bar. We called our other sister. Called our other sis. Went to the bar. Um, I feel like you and I were pretty good. Yeah. She got a little bit tipsy. Yeah, she was good. She, we just played pool. Yeah. Hung I out. I don't know how to. I feel like I, with you. Well, yeah, you didn't really play pool. Yeah, I don't. You just no. watched. I, your girl has horrible hand and eye coordination. <laughs> I don't know a thing about sports. <laughs> I, I can watch it. I don't think pool is a sport. Is it? Is it? Is pool a sport? I don't know. Let's ask the, the listeners. If you think pool is a sport, hit my line. It probably has some sort of like where you can do like a. Um, championship leagues and stuff where you're playing pool and something like that but you can get paid for it i mean i've heard of like there's like hustlers so they'll like pretend they're not good at pool oh that that's what i could do but but then they end up being good at it i don't think you could do that (laughs) oh no they pretend that they're bad and then they play a really good game for a really high number (laughs) what yeah (laughs) Who's calling you? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I've been getting boyfriend. weird calls all day. It's not my boyfriend. It's a number that's not even safe. You don't think I have my boyfriend's number safe? <laughs> You're just popular today, I suppose. <laughs> I'm a little upset that my phone hasn't rang while you've been here. And I can't be like, hold on one moment. <laughs> Let me take this call really I quick. Haven't taken a, I, have I taken a call? Yeah. I don't think I have, but. I can't remember. <laughs> We've had a little bit of a really good smoothie thing we made. Yeah, today we got a little crafty and decided to make a, a Pinterest, uh, what, would, what did you call Adult it? Adult beverage. Adult beverage. And uh, it ended up looking like a Pinterest adult beverage. I give it, I'll give it a 9.5 out of 10. That's a really high number. What did you What did you think of it? I don't know. It kind of hurt my mouth after we drank enough of it because it was so acidic. Yeah. But it was. It tasted good. It had fresh strawberries in it. It was delicious. 
Well, speaking about delicious, um, let's get a little <laughs> delicious with each other. No, what? Yeah. <laughs> Eat the no. strawberry from my hand right now. We're not. She's not holding a strawberry. <laughs> she's not holding a strawberry. Oh, and it is. I'm not eating like anything that. from her hand. Okay, okay, that's weird. Let's talk about some Emily Dunn moments. I don't think anybody knows me as good as you. So oh. let's just expose me for a second, and then okay, we'll move on. Okay. So, so what is one? Maybe like just a few, if you, if you have any. So, what type of exposure do you want? Like, like I could some, really, really embarrass you. Right I know, now. I know. You you know too much. It's almost like when you're friends with somebody and you stop being friends with them, you look at them and you're like, "This bitch knows too Everything much." Everything about me. And then you're like, "Oh no, damn!" But you, we're sisters, so like. We stopped being friends, you know, we still have that sister title, and you're going to have to add me back on Facebook next week. Right. <laughs> you're the one that deleted me when you were 16 and 18. I was like 18, and you blocked me. We, we would get mad over, like... The sil- over clothes. Clothes. Like, she would be wearing, like, one of my shirts, and I'd be like, I'm deleting you off Facebook. <laughs> We would like, get post so a mad. picture of the shirt or whatever. Are you wearing my shoes? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, yeah. you want me to really expose you? Yeah. No. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? Any don't know silly I... questions I've ever asked? Like, anything wild? So, oh, my gosh. So, there's this one time she was, like, coming of age. I think she was, like, 15. 15? Yes. And, okay. no, maybe a little... 14 or 15, I don't know. Doesn't 14? Matter. The age doesn't matter, but she was the learning teens. to explore her explore her world, and she, <laughs> <laughs> she ended up asking, was it our sister-in-law or yeah. mom? I think it was sister-in-law. She asked her. It could have been mom. So, how, basically, like, how do you get pregnant? But, uh, like, yeah. whether or not you can get pregnant through the mouth. And my sister-in-law looked at her and was like, Emily, that's not a thing. You cannot get pregnant from the mouth. And Emily was just so concerned. I was so concerned. I thought the guy busting a nut in my mouth, I would get pregnant. She was so worried. It was ridiculous. It was my first time ever doing that, and he did me hella dirty. I want to out him so bad, but I'm not going to. But, um... That was my first uh, blowjob experience. What was yours? Dude, it was my first boyfriend, I think. Oh. Yeah, it had to have been. It was my, yeah, but I was older when I had my boyfriend, so I was like 17. Oh. When I had my first boyfriend. <sighs> yeah. Because mom and dad were like super strict. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, I feel like I was almost older. Were you? I feel like, because I didn't start, like, exploring until, until, like, I was, like, a junior in high school with junior or sophomore in high school. Might have been 16. Huh. Wow. Yeah, we went to this, like, haunted hotel, and then I went home with that guy after being with you. We went through this hotel, like, six times. Oh, Oh, my gosh. And then we met them there, and then I ended up going home with the guy and, like, telling mom that, like, I was with you at your friend's house. And then this guy, like, I, the first time I ever gave a blowjob, I'm just going to go ahead and expose myself. This man said, like, hey, you should give me a blowjob. I literally blew air from my mouth (laughs) on this this guy's penis because I was, like, I didn't know what a blowjob was. I was so sheltered. Like, it was insane. 
And um, he's like, no, like this. And then I was like, fuck. So yeah, he did me dirty. But I was concerned. I thought I was pregnant the next day. (laughs) I really did. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. You're ridiculous. I know. There's been so many different times that, like, there was one time, you were way younger, I think, and you kept telling our mom, I'm having a back orgasm. I'm having a back orgasm. And my mom was like, what? And, like, sent you to the other room. I Was it with me? Yeah, she pulled you with me. explain the difference between what an orgasm was and And what a back spasm was. Yeah, that was super awkward. Oh, man. Did mom ever do you dirty with, like, your first period? Like, I literally thought I was dying. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then, like, announced it to the whole family that I was a new woman. Like, I feel like when you started your period, like, nobody knew. Like, because I didn't know what it was. So, like, I didn't know. You thought you were dying. I thought I was dying. And for you, you just, like, were, like, nonchalant. Like, yeah, I guess I started. And, like, nobody knew. But, like, my ass, everybody knew. The whole family knew. I felt like I was being judged. Periods are the worst, dude. It's such an awkward time in your life. Yeah. And, like, still to this day, I don't understand. I don't get it. I'm like, why? Why can't men bleed for a month? Seriously. (laughs) Like, come on, just let, oh let's gosh. just feel it out. I want you to feel it. <laughs> Anyways, some crazy moments with me. Um, I feel like one time, I do remember, like, you stealing my stuff and, like, wearing it. And I was so mad. And, like, you came through the door and I straight jumped your ass. Like, I straight <laughs> tackled you. You, like, ran down the stairs. Yeah. And I just, like, tackled the shit out of you and was like... Take my shirt off now. We would literally steal each other's stuff all the time. And it was it was never taken care of. Like, the situation was never taken care of. Unless it was us stealing from our youngest sister. And then it was an all-out war. It was a war. Bring your weapons. Because the youngest of the family definitely was hurt. Uh, yeah. She was. But we love her. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I do remember that. I do remember learning a lot of beauty skills, not from my older sister, but no, from, YouTube. from YouTube. Yeah. Watching, because I didn't really get into makeup until I was like 16. Yeah. And then we weren't friends then because you kept stealing my shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, doggo. Miss Dixie. Um, so, anywho, you, um,. Beauty tricks and um, hacks off YouTube. I do remember one time you getting a little creative before somebody's birthday party. Oh my gosh. And I, which time? Was it the time time that I shaved my eyelashes off? Or You shaved your eyelashes off. I did. I had like, so I would grow, I'm going to expose myself a little bit. I would grow a (laughs) unibrow. It was hot. (laughs) So I had one of those, like, little electric razors that you would just kind of, like, zoop and get rid of, like, the few little hairs in between. And I moved my hand over my face. Someone had called me, and I turned my head, and I just, whoop, shaved my eyelashes right off of one eye right before a birthday party. And then I tried to buy fake eyelashes and put them on, and that didn't work. They wouldn't stay... You because were there was crying. nothing for them to hold on to. You were you looked at me and you're like, is it noticeable? 
And I was like... Like, missing it my entire I eyelashes. looked at it, and I was like, yeah. And you just started crying even more. Our, our poor dad, he took you everywhere to get you something. It was horrible. And then you ended up going. I still went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm over it. You still went to this birthday party. Hey, as you should, though. <laughs> It was a church friend, too. It's not like anybody was going to judge you there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's no, no, no judgment, judgment in church. But, you know, if you support church, we support you. But, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I remember uh, plenty of times being hungover in high school, still <laughs> participating in church oh, with yeah. the family. Mm-hmm. We would always look over at each other and just Be like, grin oh or hate ourselves. <laughs> and, like, I would get sick on the way to church all the time, and, like, I would just blame it on being car sick. Yeah, because you always got I mean, I still do, yeah. But, like, it was such an easy way for me to get out of telling my parents that, like, hey, I went to this crazy party the night before. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I love Crazy Saturday. high school party. Yes, crazy. <laughs> they got wild. Yeah, um, I remember a few times putting, um, like, we would drink, like, a whole bottle of, like, UV blue. I hate that stuff. Ew. Or UV cake. Yeah, UV cake. Oh, oh my gosh. gross. Oh, I hate anything them. like that. I just don't. I mean, other than like to, I just don't drink a lot. Me and some of the older all. girls would put like Listerine in like the UV blue bottles. What? And like these girls would like walk around acting like they were so drunk. We yeah, read that the, can't be good. No, for yeah, you. we you read the back of the bottle. We read the back of the mouthwash bottle and like freaked out and like told everybody to go home. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, because we were like, dang, that could have killed them. Why wouldn't they just drink the UV blue? Because we didn't like them. We wanted them to leave. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> we also wanted to make fun of them. We were so mean. <laughs> Gosh. It's an old friend of mine. That would burn so bad. <laughs> I, I feel like if somebody gave me a Listerine to drink, I would know immediately. Yeah, yeah it's like minty. I mean, but Rumplemans are minty. I guess that's true. I think there's a distinct difference, though. There's, there's no way I could put mouthwash in my mouth and be like, yeah, I'm going to swallow the, like, no. Yeah, that is true. Well, let's sip some tea and let's spill some more tea. Okay. So your relationship, your relationship's going well? Yeah. Yeah, we've been together for six years. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's we have a very like old couple relationship. Like we don't get crazy anymore or anything like really? that. Uh, uh-uh, we used to, but not anymore. The craziest I get is day drinking on a Monday once a year <laughs> with me. <laughs> and um, uh, first love. Is it okay if we talk about that? First love. Um, yeah. So that was high school. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, he was a little skater boy. Yeah. Or wannabe skater boy, I he guess you could say. He was not a 10. No. <laughs> not at, no. No, no, not at all. But, you know, you live and you learn. You. <laughs> it was a first relationship, that's for sure. Yeah, I remember it being super cute, but also, like, I was like, ew. No, you like, could do so I think much back better. to it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, was that a high school relationship or what? Like, just... Was that, what was that? I ended up <laughs> leaving him because I made a fake, a fake Facebook account. 
Oh, yeah. And I, like, I, I was, like, 17, guys. So, I was, I, was, <laughs> I don't do that now. <laughs> but I made a fake Facebook account and, like, a fake texting account or whatever. Yes. And was texting him, pretending to be, like, some other person. Some hot girl we found on Google. Yeah. And <laughs> um, he ended up, like, wanting to, like, meet up with her or whatever. And so, when he... He met up with her. It was you. Yeah, and it was me, and yes. that was yeah, that was something else for sure. Uh, you were so heartbroken, and I, I was, was like, I remember sitting there the whole time and being like, "You, you brought it on yourself. You did this like, to yourself, and you I'm did just it yourself. Like, yeah, but how could this sixteen-year-old boy do this? To me? Like, come on, yeah. we were sixteen. I was acting so heartbroken. Do you support making fake uh, social not socials? A, no, not as an adult. There's no. no reason. Just have the conversation and communication. Like, if yeah. you're with someone that would do that type of stuff, then, like, you just gotta, you've gotta have communication. If they're not willing to communicate with you, it's not gonna work. Yes. Communication. Always. Man, I still can't get over that. She was hot. It was a hot girl. Hot profile. Is that profile still up? Can I use uh, it? I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't need you it. You can get on it, I'm it. sure. It's still it's still a fake Facebook account, but yeah. it definitely... Um... Can't believe, like, we used to... Like, girls literally go their extra mile for that. Girls like, we are, are ridiculous. Like, when they're young, When you're young and you don't yes. have any, like, coping skills or, like, critical thinking skills. Yeah. <laughs> It's um, pretty You're going to do some pretty stupid stuff. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. What's we weren't, it, yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. We grew up from that. I don't think I ever had to use the account. No. But it was like, we also used that account to, like, stalk people we didn't like. Yeah. Yeah, and then they would, like, block <laughs> us or yeah, something. Yeah, they would block us. Back when people didn't put their accounts on, like, private. Or when there was drama on Yik Yak. You remember that? Oh, my gosh. And then, like, our school district ended up banning it. I think a lot of school yeah. districts did. Yeah. Yik Yak was ridiculous. I think one of the first times we ever snuck out, we had some intoxicated fun in the cul-de-sac next to our principal's backyard. And yes, we did. And it was fun. It was lit. It was in, yeah, the cul-de-sac <laughs> right, right there. And people would go down there all the time and do all sorts of stupid and crazy stuff. But I remember us having, you specifically, having your first time uh, having some adult-style fun <laughs> as a teenager. As a teenager. I thought I was just living. I'm like, if I could go back to high school now with what I know and who I am, I feel like the ground would be worshipped. <laughs> oh my gosh. You wouldn't want that though. You're no, like, I wouldn't. Hey, you're an adult now. I don't know. I don't ever wish to go back to high school. I know. A lot of people have had like bad experiences. And yeah. You had bad experiences. And high school was just rough. Yeah. For me, I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. I feel like if I had kids of my own, I would be super protective of like who they like? Who they like associated with in yeah. high school? Because you yeah. know you can get wrapped up into in clicks pretty, and still be in them. Well, and get into some pretty interesting situations and like some dangerous ones, depending on who you're, like what type of people yeah, you're spending with. your time with. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be the world's best mom one day. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're gonna party hard at the bar when she turns twenty one. Oh. So. <laughs> 
So you're going to be bringing in her 21st with her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My little mini-me. If it's a little girl, a little boy, who knows? Do you plan to have kids yet? Soon? Come on. Mm, let's talk about not it. Not anytime soon. <laughs> Come on. You have to beat me to it. What if I beat you to the kids? That's fine. What if I'll I... be an aunt again. Yeah? Yeah. I don't okay. care. Okay. What it... about if I beat you to the wedding? That one... <laughs> We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> if that happens, I'm going to be a little bit like, what the heck? Yeah. I've been in a relationship for six years, and, like, I would be like, you are, I don't know which it would be. It would either be you getting engaged incredibly fast. Probably. Or. I love hard. <laughs> I've almost been there. Have you ever time. been engaged? Um, a few times I've almost been there, yeah. Um, I feel like my high school sweetheart, um. He bought a ring, but he had already been cheating on me. So oh. We, yeah. um, we didn't get engaged. He just showed me the ring and was like, hey, forgive me. And I was Forgive like, me makes it all better. I was like, no, I'm okay. I walked out and I've been vibing, living life. You've been vibing ever since. I was offered another ring two years after that. And, really? Um, yeah. I don't remember that. Um, it was Christmas with that. Um, we're not going to talk about it. But, no name. Yeah, no names attached, but, um, yeah, he bought me a ring, and I was like, it was huh. Christmas, and I opened it, and he was like, huh? like, will you marry me? And I would put the ring on, and I was like, it doesn't fit. I put it back in the box, set it on the table, and his whole family was around. Oh, wow. And, like, he was a pretty bad So that kid. didn't happen at he our was, family Christmas. No, he was, he, had, he was, like, trouble with the law and stuff. <gasps> Yes. yes. Okay, I remember him. Oh my yeah. God. And so I was like, no. I actually broke up with him on that uh, later that day. You had a thing for breaking up with people on Christmas or really close to Christmas for a while. You know, your girl gets broke around holidays. You get the presents <laughs> and you run. No, I get broke. I don't want to spend my money on him if I don't like him. Hey, I'm like, enough. okay, next <laughs> new year. Christmas with the same dude. This year I got him a little. This is how old we are. Yeah. I got him, you know, when you're sitting and your feet get cold. Oh, my feet get cold all the time. My listeners already know. Let's hear it. <laughs> so it's like a blanket with a heating pad and a foot massager on the bottom of it. Oh my gosh, that sounds organic. Yeah, I got it from like this like body store, that like bath store basically. Yeah. And he loves it. He's like, he looks like a flipping caterpillar in it every single day. Oh my gosh, and he just like chills in it all yes, day? Yes, not, not all day, <laughs> like when he gets home from work, because he works a really laborious job, Yeah, and he's like climbing up on roofs and stuff, so like when he gets home and he his feet are achy and they're cold, like after the snow and oh, everything, he just cuddles up I need up one of those. It's so comfy. Send me the link okay. later. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they can uh, stop listening about You have to be willing to feet. drop a little bit of money on it though, because they're not cheap. Oh, so you, you balled out for your man's? No. No, not really. It's not like super had a coupon. expensive. Like, <laughs> I had a coupon, yeah. No, it, it's not like so expensive that you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's a little bit of money, but it's probably totally worth it. It has a yeah. foot massager in it with and three a, different levels. Foot warmer. Oh and my a foot warmer gosh. with three different levels. So it's like a, a padded heat, <sighs> heating That pad. sounds so nice. What did, yeah. he, what did he get you? He got me a purse, a Kate Spade purse. Oh, cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was super pretty. And just flexing on me now. I don't have nice purses. That, this is, okay, so I've had one Michael My dog Kors. is having a fucking tantrum. <laughs> Panic attack. Come here. What the heck? Check out. Oh, 
has a pro- she has an attention problem. Does she? Yeah. Do you have an attention problem? Yeah. Mm, I know you do. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I have a <laughs> attention span. No, like, do you like get mad when like your man's isn't paying attention to you? Oh, that kind of attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't get mad, but I'm like, oh, I want attention. I feel like attention. I feel like I'm an attention whore sometimes. Like, I mean, I think everyone wants a little bit of attention every once in a while. And, like, but when they've been time, at work all day. Yeah, yeah. And then they come home and they immediately want to, like, do their own hobby or whatever. Yeah. And you're just like, hey, why don't you come just watch, like, a 30-minute show or something with me? Yeah. And, and that's how it is in a six-year relationship now, huh? Sometimes. Did you ever remember, like, in the beginning if it was ever, like, he walked in and you had all his attention? Was it ever like that? Oh, yeah. But that goes away the, like, long... I mean, we've lived together. It doesn't go away. Like, they still give you attention. Like, and every relationship's different. So Mm -hmm. everyone's going to have, like, a different way of, you know, being in a relationship. But, like, you're around them pretty often. Like, you go to work, you come home. You're at home with them. And, like, there are going to be times that are, like, super-duper special. And, like, you do give each other attention. Like, more attention. Like, where you spend the whole day together. Yeah. But, like, for the most part, like... It gets pretty, pretty steady with, like, you do your own thing. You have your own hobbies. You're your own person. You have to be able to be your own person in a relationship. You can't 24-7 rely on the other person yeah. to be your attention and your entertainment and to fulfill you. Yeah. Those types of things. You've got to learn how to do that on your own. And so then, yeah, sometimes you want a little bit more attention. Like, you just yeah. you want to be, like, cuddled and, like, yeah, cuddled watch up. movies and, like, all of that <laughs> Rub stuff. Rub my up. cold feet. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> And, like, every relationship's different. So, like, when we go to bed at night, that's, like, our time. Yeah. Um, and we make sure, like, we have time for each other. That's your attention time. Yeah. So, you guys Because we both work. And we work, yeah. op- not opposite shifts, but I work a later shift than he does. Yeah. So. So, attention is just, like, however the time works. It's what, wor- no, it what will, works. It's what works for each person individually. Like, yeah. what... I need an attention isn't going to be the same as what you need in an attention in yeah. a relationship. Everyone's going to have their own way of, like, dealing with it and expecting attention. And, like, for some people, quality time is that type of attention where you're just spending yeah. quality time together. Some people, it's taking them out to dinner and giving no, them a gift yeah, or something yeah. like that. Some people, it's, oh, this person's doing stuff for me. So, yeah. like, they're they're making me dinner. That's, that's attention. That's attention. Yeah. They're giving me – it's just the, like – the love languages, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. it's it's different for everyone, and so for me, it's the quality time, and for him, it's just my presence there. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like we need to be talking yes. and having these deep conversations yes. or anything like that. It's just having that presence where I'm like, oh no, let's do something together. Let's go out and get lunch together, yeah. and do this, or let's let's make dinner together. Like mm-hmm. that's let's fold the laundry together. Those types of things, not yeah. do it separately. Whereas him, he's like, as long as you're in the room while I'm putting away the laundry, that's all it's I care totally about. Totally cool, yeah. I heard from somebody the other day, actually, and they were, like, um, they heard off of something. I don't know if it was, in, like, what it was, but it was on, like, a social account. And it was basically, like, if you're... Oh, bless you. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> I've had... I'm getting over a cold. We're both sick and weird. Maybe we got the Hona. The we don't. Bone. I, I don't. I know for a fact I don't, but so... Anyway, You better not or I hate you (laughs) for freaking no don't do that no so basically i heard (laughs) from this person that if you are with somebody and a silence feels comfortable 
that means you're comfortable with yeah that silence is yeah. completely comfortable with yeah. us like I mean obviously there's times that I want to have conversations and there's yeah. times he does like especially like after a long day of work and he wants to come home and like eat like sometimes he won't want to talk about it you yeah know, you just want to decompress and not think about work and then there's times that he's like oh my gosh, like, yeah. this happened and this happened and I had to do this and this and this and, like, he tells me all about it. He but tells like, you all about his work day. It's not always, like, this super in-depth conversation. Yeah, yeah. And, like, like you said, you know, like, you you guys have, like, your own little way of attention. Everyone does, yeah. For me... And you learn that over time and, like, if someone's, like, you know, worth it to you, like, they're pros outweigh the cons in a lot like almost every scenario and you're not you know when you find someone you're healthy with you're not fighting with you're not screaming at yeah when you find that like the little things like communicating better or this or that they're easier to work on because you're not also pushing against like all the negativity and the toxicity of a relationship you're gonna have your toxic traits everyone's everyone everyone has them but you're not gonna you're gonna learn to grow with that person and not even necessarily accepted I don't think toxic traits should be accepted they should always be something that are worked on Mm -hmm. it should never be well this is just the way I am and that's how it's gonna be that's not that's not not the way to a healthy relationship it's I acknowledge my toxic trait and I'm gonna work on it yes what are way you know and your partner should be there to like and they should be willing to accept that. They should accept as long as you for, yeah, yeah as long as yeah. there's growth. Unless it's something horrible, but, like, yeah, I'm not talking, like, abuse or anything like that. Yeah, no. No, I'm no. talking, like, it needs to be something like, oh, they're just not that great at communicating. They need to be better yes, at this. Yeah, Those types like of things. The not the serious things. ones. The serious yeah. ones should never be. Like, oh, it's just them. Like, yeah. if if that's not the lifestyle you don't want to live, then don't live it. No. Yeah. You are your own I mean, character. I've been in my fair share of toxic relationships. and Yeah. Same. I've seen you through it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so communication and all of that stuff is good. I feel like, um, you know, having you as, like, a big sis and, like, yeah, like, growing up, we used to hate each other, like, for a week. And then we would love each other again. Or it would be, like, screaming at the top of our lungs with each other for, like, 30 minutes and then 20 minutes later being, like, hey, let's uh, let's go do something. Let's go play outside. Yeah. You want to go to the movies? I remember one time specifically it was when the movie The Fault in Our Stars came out. You remember that? And we, like, got in this huge fight, you, me, and my other sister. Yeah. And we got in this huge fight. And then, like, literally 30 minutes later, we're like, let's go watch this movie and cry together. (laughs) Yeah. Having a lot of sisters and just a lot of siblings growing up has been so crazy. Just to, like, think about the life we used to live before See, now. the life everybody lives yeah. now. And, like, what has, like, turned them into what? And, like, what has turned me into who? What's, like, yeah, how it's you've so crazy. and adapted to life outside of... I mean, basically just being incredibly sheltered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Homeschooled and all of that fun stuff, so... Yeah, it was insane. But I think the best thing, the most, like, the biggest thing I'm thankful for is to have, like, close relationships and even still building close relationships with, like, some of our siblings. But yeah. you and I have always been super tight. Like, like I said earlier, like, you know me more than, honestly, anybody that, anybody does. Yeah. 
So it's I know fun. what you're gonna say before you even say it half the time, and I'll literally be like, <laughs> I'll be like, Emily, this is how this. You'll tell me a story, and you'll yeah. be like, so and so did this and this and this, and blah 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 blah, <laughs> and like it doesn't even matter who it is. Like she tells me about like everything. She if, knows if you, everything. If you've if done something co-worker. bad to her, I know. Like <laughs> if you're a friend, <laughs> it don't matter if you're family. I know what's going a on. A stranger. She, I'll literally be like, well, this is how it's gonna work out. This is what's gonna happen. No, it's not. Yeah, and then literally that's exactly. And I come right back, and all you say is "I told you so." (laughs) You don't even say like "I'm sorry." Just I I don't even. You should listen to me more because I feel bad at this (laughs) point. I'm like, well, I'm glad that you see it for how it really is now. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's helped me grow. I'm you know I'm growing. There's a deer. I see a deer outside the window. Really? Yeah, it's behind the tree now. You can't see it. Sorry. Cute. You can't see it. No, I want to oh. see it. I'm waiting. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to. It. I haven't seen it. Well, but yeah, there's totally a deer. Um, especially deer. Like it has been um crazy growing up like out in city limit, like out of city limits, and like, do you remember like being so far from everything? being so far from like all. But of really, our it friends. wasn't that far. It was like twenty minutes. Yeah, but like we were so sheltered. Like we only just got to hang out with each other. Like yeah. We, we didn't. Did. We, or co- like, we all kept each other company. Yeah. And then when we all kind of grew up and figured things out, we were like, okay, we know what we want in life. <laughs> but a lot of your friends are my friends, and a lot of my friends are your friends. Yeah, like we all get along. Yeah. For the most I'm like, part. This is my big sister, and she's my best friend. Yep. <laughs> You're my big sister. <laughs> and then, she's a little bit weird. And then you just expose me. You're like, okay, this bitch has this and this. Like, are you sure you want to be her friend? Like, yep. Yeah. But no, it's been a good ride. But thanks for uh, being on my podcast today. Yeah, Did no you problem. have a good time? I had a great time. This was yeah. the highlight of my day. Really? Aside from our lovely drinks. Oh, yes. Our intoxicated fun. Um, thanks for listening. You want to tell them bye? Bye. <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs>